With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. On New Year's Eve, Manchester City come to Anfield. And Manchester City get disposed of in a very gnarly ground at 1-0 Liverpool victory. Which means that Liverpool look like Chelsea's closest challengers at this point. They've opened up a gap on Manchester City, beating them by one goal to nil. Uh, so Liverpool's gnarliest performance of the season so far. And to ch- chat to me about it here, I'm Neil Atkinson, by the way. I've got my three gnarliest contributors. I've got Gareth Roberts, Phil Blundell and Rob Gutman. Uh, Rob, yeah, I, w- I would say you're the least gnarly out of these three in front. <laughs> of me uh, so I'll, 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 I'll come to you last on this if I'm not um, second you're very much second <laughs> and Gareth Roberts uh, you, you might as well have done the team talk and, uh, and, and dictated the tactics that was that was what I call Robbo football is that fair? well yeah you won't be surprised to, to, to know that uh, I absolutely love that game um, it, it was wonderful in every way um, and uh, you know I saw, saw Milner had come out after the match and said like you know it's basically our worst performance of the season in, in terms of what we actually want to do but you know we won anyway type of thing which I, I, I love that quote but yeah it was great they just fought for it didn't they they just fought and fought and got the results and there was loads of little mini cameos that I really enjoyed but I think probably my favourite is, is, is Clavin down on our goal line where he just holds, I think is it Fernandinho? Yeah, just holds him off. Yeah, what's wrestles like him forever. Yeah, oh, there's a better one than that. You know, just holding him. Exactly. Just going, you're not going past, mate. There you're just a, not going past. There was a Vinaldo one of them in injury time at the end, right at the end of the match, when he just basically stood in Sterling's way. I think. Well, he's what he's, he's a Milner one where Milner yeah, throws his body at him, and I thought yeah. that's a pen. There was loads. <laughs> of that. I mean, it was all. Yeah. If there was any concern for me, it was almost that they started. With, with too much of that, you know, so we give a free kick away, don't we, in like the first minute or something, in a, in a fairly decent mm. position, and you're like, aye, aye, and like, and Clavin gets an early buckling as well, and I just thought, oh, I'm, I'm not sure about this, this, this level of gnarliness, but then they sort of found the level and, and, and you know, found what they were doing and just didn't let City play all day, which, which was fantastic, and a uh, big, big shout for Vinaldum's header. That's one of the best headers I've ever seen. It is the best head arrival. He seen. arrived like yeah. a train. Absolutely. He headbutted it into the yeah. net, right? Yeah. <laughs> to be that little, and there was no, there was no weight on that cross at all. None, none. Um, it was just well placed. And he's not a big lad. He can't use his body to get weight. He just he had to spring, but so much into his knees and so much into his neck to do it. I don't think I've seen it. You know, you can think of the great headers of all time. It's definitely one of them. It's, it's amazing yeah. goal. See where he runs from as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's ba- when they give it away, he's he's there. Isn't he when they give it away and then he, he's he's run fifty yards to get on that? Well, when he, he runs onto it and I'm th- I'm looking behind him and Firmino's completely free behind him. Just leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, and Firmino's in. Oh no, hang on, we scored. It's kind of the goal you've been waiting for him to score because you know if you look at his show reel at Newcastle, he does arrive late in the box mm. and score those goals, and he scores the headers as well. Know, there's a thing going around that he doesn't score headers. He does score headers. Does now? Yeah. Is there a thing going around that he doesn't score headers? Yeah, there was. Because he the most scored a header yesterday, just to be conf- just to confirm. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, it definitely happened. And he does, and he did. Yeah, I think of his twelve odd for Newcastle. I think there's a good four of them are, are headers anyway. So yeah, he scores headers. Uh, he scores headers, uh, <laughs> and it's the defi- well, it's the defining thing. That guy's gravestone, is it? Uh, well, it should. It's the defining thing of the game, Phil. I mean, genuinely, because we go one up the way in which we do. We're not playing particularly well. 
I mean, I'm I'm intrigued by the middle of the post match quotes because that almost suggests that that the, that part of the game plan wasn't make it make, make it as mucky as you can, boys, yeah. because the, the team selection suggests that's the case. If, if if we're honest about it, it, certainly suggests there's an element of that wants to retain the ball, maybe, but wants to win battles in the middle of the park. But when we go one 0 up, it completely defines the whole of the game, and especially back come come the kick off of the second half, the game is defined by the fact that Liverpool have got the goal they think they can get away with, mm. they think they need, they think they've got their goal, and that's that. We, we dragged it down to a level that sort of really wasn't for Manchester City. Like, if you look at the players they've got, how many of those players are really type players who'll have a scrap and go to war for you? Like, the, the brilliant, they're all good, they're all very good footballers, but they're not likely to sort of go to war, is the best phrase, really, isn't it? Like, De Bruyne, I mean, Sterling to an extent, maybe, but he's still not. If he's going into, a, into combat with James Milner, that's a strange phrase, but we'll go with it. Then you're back in James Milner every day of the week, aren't you? Well, yes. it, it's 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 what happens, Rob. I thought, but it's, it's one of the things that happens when actually good players choose to play like this hmm. to a certain extent. When they decide they're just going to win the battles, it's one thing. You know, if you come up against um, if you come up against an Allardyce outfit, as an example, the players are probably not going to be good enough. And at some point, someone like you, Sterling, is an example. In fact, De Bruyne is a better example. At some point, Kevin De Bruyne says, "No, no, no, I'm really good at football." You've seen us do it all season. When sides have tried to drag us down to their level, we there's just some sort of moment in the game, and it's often about half an hour where suddenly three lads have done Cruyff turns and they've got tons and tons of space. And the ball's slipping around so fast you can't live with it mm. because they're not good enough. Whereas when very good players and James Milner as an example is a very good player, almost the collective decisions made. We're going to battle. We're going to scrap. We're not going to worry that much about pinging it to each other. The passing's not going to be the most important thing. We're one nil up, and we're just going to see this game out any way we can. When very good players decide to do that, then it's difficult to deal with. And there was only really a fifteen-minute patch in the second half where you thought City are bang on top here and look like they can do something about it. Yeah. I- I, you know, surely before kickoff, I mean, maybe the day before, I read some uh, some interviews with uh, Guardiola about Klopp facing Klopp teams, and it made me totally judge how the game was going to unfold from how I'd seen it a few days before. When you saw the Chan selection, you go, "Yeah, this is how." Because Guardiola had noted, I think the the record between them is one four. They both won four games. Guardiola had noted that when he played expansively with Bayern Munich, he said Klopp's, Klopp's team would just try and pick us off on the break. He said they'd unleash their sprinters on us. Was his, was his were his words? And he said where we got results is where we were. Uh, we weren't so expansive. We were more compact. We were more. He gave the impression that they were more prepared to dog it out. And I think Klopp thought about that and thought about how Guardiola had been successful against them and thought we'll just outdog them if that's what they're going to do we will outdog them I thought it was quite clear early on that it would become a game of legs um, because they're both hard running teams um, I thought I thought geez let's find out here we've we've outlegged <laughs> Every team we've played this season, because loads have thought, I'll tell you what we'll do, Liverpool, we'll give you a terrible first half. But we've hour. had the ball as well, which is the difference. Yeah, yesterday exactly. We didn't have the ball. Yeah, well, well exactly. What, what was the possession yesterday? Uh, 42% Liverpool. Felt like a lot less than that. Yeah, at time, but but I felt early on there was City were working very, very hard early on. I mean, in the eight minutes before we score, they're working very hard, and they work very hard after we score, even though. Um, and I wondered how long they'd last, but I thought we looked very, very leggy, and it was mental strength that got us through that. Mm. Game. Very leggy indeed. It'll be interesting for tomorrow. Well, that that first half, they just all every one of them just worked their absolute balls yes, off, didn't yes. they? And, and 
I mean, as much as we say it's a plan or it's a setup, I don't think it's a plan or a setup to, to give the ball away as much as we did either. I mean, I, I was having a look at some of the some of the, the stats when I was coming in, and like some of, some of the passing stats for individuals are like in the sixty percent, which is is not great. Same for you them, know, I imagine. Yeah. They, they were terrible in possession, uh, and, and you know it, it did become one of them. I mean, and also if you look at where so that like the game was played, all of it's just around the centre circle. It it is like you yeah. know getting to like Sunday League level. No, I was going to say I was just smashing into. Each no, other. I was going to say I was going to say I was going to say that's the actually Gareth. I was thinking it whilst I was watching it that. That there are games between very, very good football teams, very, very good footballers, very clever managers that can actually, I was thinking of whilst I was watching it, they can just sort of degenerate yeah. into, into effectively 90 minutes of two sets of lads just trying to win the right to play because they're really well matched. So there's no, as I was saying before, we've seen this season and we've seen Man City play as well, but we've seen it this, with this Liverpool side. There's that point where you've won the right to play and now suddenly you're playing. And no one, I don't think, as I say, apart from maybe a 15-minute patch for City, it was just still winning the right to play mm. all the way through the game. Yes. Because they were just, it was a series of one-on-one -on -one battles all over. Like, for instance, I think Milner has a really good game against Sterling, but I thought Sterling was great. He terrified me every time he got the ball. And th th this is the sort of the point, is that, you know, there's no one was able to rise above it. And that's, uh, in many ways, it's, it's just a reminder that for all the, the talk of the genius of, of relative football managers, it's still 11 lads against 11 lads. And that was that was what that was yesterday. It really was that sort of football match. Yeah, and I don't think on, on either side anyone anyone knocks off at any point either. I mean, I think you see that where, you know, when you say you're in the right to play, I think there's a psychological aspect to that as well, where, yeah. you, where you see a, another team go... Do you know what? We can't live with this. You know, like, and one thing we were talking about at our time was whether Liverpool had put that much into it, but without having the ball at times. That I, there was a slight concern in our conversation about whether, uh, you know, Liverpool do run out of legs later on. And I was like, nah, nah, they're the fittest team in the league, they're the fiercest team in the league. And then, but even in the back of my head, I was thinking, yeah, but they've had the ball and we all know that it's easier to, to rest when you've got the ball and all that sort of thing so I did worry but on, on both sides yeah it was it was 100 mile an hour and, and everyone wanted to win I mean you mentioned Sterling you know he was going the other way as well Sterling he was battling yeah. for oh, it yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. in his own half and, and he, he was quite needly as well and he had a few little he had that little uh, run in with Milner on the line didn't he and stuff like that so yeah th there was loads of it I mean they just both wanted to win I mean <laughs> Uh, talking about another conversation I had there before the match was in the pub I'm, I'm just one of my mates just goes like you know we were just talking about how we, how we saw it panning out and one of my mates mentioned draw and honestly about six lads jumped on him all just, we can't have a draw can't be a draw look at Chelsea and I think I think City felt the same way I think I think both teams knew a draw wasn't good enough and, the, and neither team wanted a draw and so we, and that was you could see you could see that in the way the game panned out they just kept smashing it into each other for 90 odd minutes I didn't think City, in the end, though, showed enough courage to get something out of that game. I thought they had that spell in the second half, <clears throat> but they didn't feel to me like... And he started bringing on attacking player after mm. attacking player, but they didn't seem to commit in numbers enough. I thought if they really wanted that game, we'd have had chances on the counter yeah. because they left themselves open. They didn't counter well, though, did we? Oh, no, times when we were, yeah, there's three There was times. one where... Who went? Is it, was it Firmino went? Lallana in the first half. In this, yeah, that was te that was terrible. Like I actually, I was stood both giving him both abuse, and my dad me arm and go, It was offside, you know. And I'm like, yeah, I know it was offside. It was terrible. I want to kill the two of them. And then in the second half, Mane and Arigia do similar. Yeah, the thing. ball went the wrong way, I think, didn't it? Either Mane, Mane goes left when he should have gone right. That was uh, it. He I went think. out to Firmino instead of out. Instead but there should have been. But to be honest with you, there should have been a lot more of that available to us if if City had been courageous enough. And I don't think Sterling played well at all. He doesn't. 
play well against us. I think he worked hard. There was, there was times when he was pressing well. Of course, you know, you're right in that you're nervous when you see him because you know he's a very good footballer. But I don't think he did. He didn't anything. get much change. He got no change out of James Milner at all. I thought. I think individually they did have to ask a lot of questions about about themselves. De Bruyne flattered to deceive. I thought Agu Aguero was their big danger in the first half, but then he seemed to fade. Didn't most. touch the ball in our penalty box. Yeah, but, but that they was don't. That, but that, they don't create for a team of that level of player. They create nothing. I mean, yeah, we don't let them. That's well, the yeah. Well, I know, but we, we, we oh, sure, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen. Us, yeah. I haven't seen this. I've seen loads of stats this morning, but I haven't seen the ones in terms of like running and all that sort of thing, or or even tackles. But I imagine both of them are really high because we don't. We just don't let them play. We we do the Klopp stuff that you you now used to the pressing and all that. But we we pretty much did it for, for the ninety, and we did it, it more so to. The players that needed it doing to, if you know what I mean. Yes, so, true. so like Sterling, like De Bruyne. I mean, he had he got away a couple of times. There, there was one in particular. I think Firmino gives it away, mm. and he started yes, bouncing towards goal. And you just thought, pass. oh shit! Yeah. And I, and there was loads of bodies flying in, and he, I think he might have got a deflection as shot. I mean, there's still a couple of more. I mean, Silver flashes one past the post as well. That's the shot. That's yeah. about it, though. Yeah, really. yeah. What they do have is pressure. Pressure from corners and free kicks. They must have had half a dozen of those free kicks where we, you know it felt like about six months ago where we would concede one in every mm. two. You know that wide free kick which yeah. just needs a half decent delivery and we'd concede it. Just put it in the right but, area. And it's yeah, we, we didn't seem in any danger, funnily enough, from those. And then they had corner after corner, and every time it was a red head to it first. I mean, it was, that was actually the best we defended on set pieces. I mean, I don't know if City are particularly shit on set pieces, but we were really, really good defensively. There I mean, was that I, mad one from uh, from Minula. Though, wasn't he? Where Which he, one was he's that? flicking it up in the air and all kinds of stuff. I thought, I mean, did you enjoy that, Rob? Yeah, <laughs> no, do you know what? I was fine. Did you, I was, were you I, fine? Honestly, because it was very Brucey. What? Uh, <laughs> what Mignolet does there? Yeah, I, I know, but it's the context of, of what you, you're thinking <laughs> Mignolet. With Brucey, you're kind of full of trust and and, you, and the second thing. I'm, look, I'm not getting at Mignolet. He was perfectly good for me yesterday. Yeah, he was. A uh, couple of kicks which made me groan, but no, nothing. I've got nothing to hold against him. I mean, he's winning me over slowly, but there surely. Was, there was one kick in the first half where it basically went oh. straight up in the air and landed oh. 35 yards yeah. from goal. I fumed with that. I was too busy celebrating how much I loved Ragnar Klavan. <laughs> and I think he's, as, he's, he's at least as good as Jamie Carragher at his best. He's absolutely <laughs> superb. The, the, the discipline he showed, by the way, given he was on a yellow card yeah. for 82 minutes. As soon as he got booked, you're, you're, you're thinking basically that's he's either going to get sent off or he's going to in it's going to inhibit him. It's a proper experienced defender's yeah. performance. Yeah, wasn't it was, I mean, yeah. there's loads of times where he's just in the right place, and he and, and therefore he didn't have to go to ground, and he's just blocking with his shins and his his knees and everything else. He's just always like just a bit of a pain to play against. And he's good on the ball, but great, yeah. He's so concentrated. He's on at the moment, to me, he's undroppable. I think the last few games, undroppable. Him and Matip would be my first choice if if you know any. But what's Lovren? What's Lovren done to deserve dropping? Them? Nothing, but he's not as good as Clavin. Uh, uh, you know, the other week, uh, <laughs> he's, he's shit when the cross comes in against Stoke, is what Lovren did, which wasn't brilliant. Lovren did a mad one, actually. He's not one, brilliant at the moment. Uh, only one in, in the ninth, but they're just he spooned astonishingly harsh. Yeah, it is harsh. He played well. I'm not having a go at Lovren. I just think Matip's a better centre half, and Clavan's um, the right man to play alongside at the moment on form. If you're going on form, I mean, when he spoons up in the air and then brought it down with his head or something. I, I think so. Something like I think that. it was. Just, I think it was in front of me. If it's just one. a bit mad. Yeah. Um, and, and in terms of chances on the break, just complete. Uh, this is chaotic. This chat isn't it? But uh, it's like fine. Game. I've just remembered. I've just remembered uh, another one as well. The the, the 
absolutely brilliant Milner ball to Firmino that he doesn't control. Oh. You back, back him to take that touchdown. Yeah, everyone is a ground. Of all the players to not bring down. Uh, it looks a tough. It's a tough control for an average player, but it's not for Firmino. For Firmino, it's a doddle, and then it's he a did goal. it a hundred times. How many times do you think he controls oh, no, that? No, no, no. Great. Ninety, ninety-five. You see, we have genuinely threatening situations in that game. You know, for a game that's tight, we definitely we definitely make the it's, more half. It's one of those. But if you don't win, you come out of it going, well, we were, we were nearly there. We were nearly there. Yeah, but we managed to actually get the the decisive moments of the whole game because it was basically the whole game is done on that. It meant that we also, it meant that we can we can defend the one 0 lead and they have to try and break us down. Exactly. And as opposed to us then having to, I score, think I, there's 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 a little thing in it where I felt where. It being 1 0 sort of suited us a little bit more than it being 2 0. And I normally don't think like that. But what would have happened then is I think what Rob was talking about before, Phil, when he was saying how City never never quite completely decide, right, we've just got to go for it. And I think that one of the things. Yeah. Not at least 2 0, they know well, we may as well lose 3 0. Yeah, we may, yes. as well just, we may as well just lash things at this now and see what happens. Whereas, yes, he is bringing on attacking player after attacking yeah. player. But there's no point where you feel as though they've gone, right, we've got a kitchen sink it now. Because we've got no other moves. The only move is to absolutely throw everything at this. Yeah. And and I, I was actually thinking, when when we saw that their the purple patch out, I was actually thinking, listen, obviously I take the goal. Don't go, get me wrong, I go bananas if we scored. But I was thinking, you know, if we it, the only way they get another proper one of them is if we go 2 0. And then, because also we mentally then go right. We've got two goals to defend now. Let's just get back in, boys, and hope to pick them off. Yeah, I think that their approach is obviously going to be quite a, one nil. You are always in the game. You all it takes is a ninety-fourth minute deflection, and so therefore you can't go all in on everything because you can. Yeah, because you can then lo- you you, lo- you leave a gap at the back. Someone exploits it. You're done. The game is literally this gone. Is, but this is the context of you. You wonder what Guardiola said to them before, I'm not because I was actually thinking about this when I was watching it, and I was thinking, in many senses, I've, I, I like something that Sean Rogers says a lot in the review show, which is that footballers were often the, the worst. When Liverpool, for instance, score early against West Ham, as far as West Ham are concerned, well, the worst things happened. The worst thing that can yeah. happen has happened. Mm. I.e., we've conceded an early goal. So now, and they realise the worst thing isn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder whether or not City had almost been had drummed into them. And sometimes managerial instructions, you get the impression, can go both ways, and that you can put a bit of fear into your players' mind. And that City had told to them the worst thing that can happen. The worst thing that can happen is that you go two behind. Yeah. That that had almost happened. That this the worst thing that can happen is that you get hit on the break. We are not going to get hit on the break yeah. by Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool. Yeah. I'm not standing for that that was it and I that's what they played like they played mm. like a side for whom the worst thing that could happen is going 2-0 down but the worst thing that's happened lads happened we've gone 1-0 up yeah. but I understand how you can get into that mindset and so they didn't want the worst thing to happen and that's why they never absolutely throw everything at the situation yeah and, and I think because the goal's early and they back themselves they, they think they're lulled they into we're footballers falsehood. we're good footballers yeah they think that's what we're, we're cool like as, as he'll have said to them you could go one down but be cool you'll still have your don't moments. let it go to two yeah yeah exactly be, you'll get your, and I think the game sort of passed them by. I mean, I, I nudged Judo sitting next to me, and uh, it was eight minutes on the clock. And I said, "To do one thing's a racing certainty. This isn't the last goal we see today." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "There's no way this just ends up a, a yeah, scrappy one 0 I very much don't think you were on your own there. I think. <laughs> a scrappy one nil. But you know, we, we talk about the way the game went and the way City had a lot of the ball, etc., etc. Of course, it's a different game if Liverpool don't score. If 
if the first goal is until the 35th minute. The, re- the reason it's a game where we're a bit rearguard is because we've got the lead. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's absolutely right. If you've, got, if you've got two evenly matched teams, one one t- uh, strikes the first blow. The, the onus is on the other yeah. to, to be the more dominant, and it's always the pattern that way. The fact that we saw it out was remarkable. I mean, that, that last 10 minutes, which were hugely nerve-wracking at the time, but didn't need to be, where we have the ball at the corner flag for about 10 yeah. minutes, mm-hmm. it felt two, two or three times. It well was, played, uh, Arigi, though. Yeah, it's one of those at the great, final. Great corner flag work, wasn't it? <laughs> it was great. It's funny, it's one of those games at the final. I, I, the tension in that last half hour reminded me of uh, how I felt when we played Barcelona in that semi final of the UEFA Cup in 2001, where we beat them 1 0 to reach the UEFA Cup final. And I was in bits. Yeah. It actually almost couldn't function. I was in so much <laughs> tension in the game. Um, but as then the final whistle went, I just went, oh, oh, that's all it was. You know, they had they hadn't actually done much, City, it, but the potential of them yeah. doing it was horrible. But they didn't. The fear do of it. what they might do yeah. is greater than what they actually did. Do. Yeah, was there basically a lot of respect in in what Liverpool did, wasn't it, for them? You know, in terms of everything, I think showed them a lot the, of respect. The, the team, yeah. the team he picked, uh, it, how how rigid the shape was, how deep they ended up being, all all of that was respect respectful of what City I'll, have got in their armoury. How taking the one nil, yeah. We would have taken. Take, when do we take one nil? And that's not just because we were forced. I thought we made an, a conscious decision, even maybe by half time, to take the one nil. Mm-hmm. Now we don't do that for anybody. I felt I won the worried early one about that level of respect, but I suppose the ends justify them. I mean, the selection, as you said, the Emery Chancellor. But what, what, what's really interesting now for me as well is that you know the the you know people are talking about the league being over and all that, dickheads like Robbie Savage and etc. But it, it's it's clearly not. And and to be, you know, I thought it was brilliant what Klopp said about, you know, Chelsea could be gone, win 13 in a row, and we're still six behind. Mm. You know what I mean? That that's got to be getting in the heads a little bit, especially when they've got to come to Anfield. But what could be th- could be three points on there? Yeah, three. The stance, the well. way the games actually falls in yeah. our favour for once, isn't it? If we can beat Sunderland, but um, but I think what's interesting now is that we, we've got a, we, we're getting ourselves here a good record against the big teams. We're, we're top of the, the yeah. mini league. It's eleven we? from is it eleven from fifteen? And that can be yeah. It's yeah. We've won three, drawn two, and we're top of that mini league of six. Yeah. I think that can be quite crucial because it seems to be like you know everyone's beating the teams you expect them to be by and large, including us. So that's where you know the, the top of the league could be won and lost. So. I think there's there's absolutely loads to be made up about about what you're watching from Liverpool. I mean, all 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 the, all the things that are coming out, all those little facts and figures that you always get after games as well. So like Liverpool are on 43 from 19 now, and that's the best in the mm. since 1990. We're unbeaten at home all all year as well. It'll mm. be a calendar year unbeaten at Anfield. I mean, they're all oh, the we things unbeaten that, in a calendar year. Yeah, yeah. Bloody yeah. Hell, when did uh, that well, last happen? Man United in the league in the league. Uh, yeah, yeah, the league. Yeah, because the league cup somewhat skews it because we we got beat by Stoke in normal time, but we went on and won the game. Yeah, on that's not real in that sense. Yeah. That's not real. Well, no, it's not. It's not in terms <laughs> no, of. No, I know you saying. Are we talking, just talking about it being twelve months? Yeah, that's what we're doing, right? Okay, because we got beat by United last year, didn't we? Yeah, January. Yeah. Yeah, January. January yeah. yeah, but I mean, all this sort of stuff it does feed into the 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 general the general bounce. Around and also the way in which th- that these players who are good players, Gareth, are also able to do the stuff that we saw them do yesterday. I mean, for instance, Firmino's left, and I do wonder again. You know, part maybe part of the reason why his touch sort of fails him on a couple of occasions is because he knows that his job is his jobs to to scrap through. But you're seeing him; he's winning. He's battling four yeah. headers. No one got an easy ride against him. He's running channels. He's an half. He's an half winning things. And if there's any concern for me now, it's it's just how much they poured into that game, and and we've got another game. And, and I know he's gonna. 
he's, he'll obviously rotate and, and he was quite gnarly about being asked about that but he will do only I mean you know I think we all just had a little, a little conversation on the way up the tower saying we you know you'd fall off a cliff fainting if storage isn't starting after he doesn't get a sniff there, I think he's literally the first name on the yeah. team. She's Bob, Bob Minuley. And then, but but then it, it's it, it's interesting and be interesting to hear what you say as well about what it, what what else you think he changes because I literally think they would have all been absolutely goosed in that dressing room afterwards because, as I said before, not every single one of them put everything in that game to get that three points. They've got it, they've won it, but now they've got to go all the way up to Sunderland and win there as well. Does, any, does anyone know how injured Henderson is? Do we know? He very he came off very easily, but he, but it's and he didn't, heel, go, he didn't go down the tunnel. No, he didn't. But it's his heel. But it's, 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 the the other, other heel. it's the other heel. It's oh, not the it? one they is have. It? The pro- it's not the one they had a problem with oh, yet. Yeah, the well, then, then there's fuck all wrong with him because I saw him out of the way he walked off. Do they, they, you know what they seem to do? Is he came off? He seemed to swallow some tablets. I was like, I he, saw he, that. It was yeah. like a couple of Nurofen for some swelling or something. I don't know. We could speculate. Could have been. Could have been blisters. I have to say, if you're going to rotate, yeah, if you're going to rotate or better cramp even yeah. in your foot if you're going to rotate um, and he's come off you, you put Jordan on the bench or we'll give him the night off altogether because you could against Sunderland Emery's not, not got a lot of games in his legs you go him at number can I do this or am I rushing ahead of the agenda you're rushing ahead of what, what I wanted to do but let's do it now anyway because it's I mean we're it's very linked. much it's linked but it's also the it's also the nature of these games I mean the reason why we're all up, this, up on this tower literally within 12 hours of it being New Year's Day mm. is because we, we go to Sunderland in about, in about three minutes so <laughs> yeah. you know, we're, we're, bag, yeah, we're, 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 we're setting off uh, we're setting off within within 24 hours of right now to go to the next game and this is how mad this is and, and you know it's mad, not just mad for us it's mad for everyone yeah. but you know when, when I keep saying it but when the when the fixture list people meet, they should think of the podcasters. Um, <laughs> there yeah, is the whole face of podcasting. They have, yeah. actually, they have actually made a mess of these Christmas fixtures. They uh, should have been. They should, should have been playing on the Friday night before Christmas. Everyone should have played Friday. Do you know, what, I'm actually made up the way they're falling somehow. That New Year as a New Year's Eve thing. That football was brilliant. I don't just we won, but the whole thing around it. But then. Well, also, wouldn't it have been better again. if everybody had played on Friday night and then Monday for the sake of everyone, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. What are yeah. you going to do? What are you going to do? Not interested in that. What are you going to do? Uh, do you know what? For me, I get to watch another football match really quickly. It's I'm true. just really delighted. I'm so happy That's to be in City. I would actually like to watch us today. <laughs> 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 Tomorrow's absolutely fine. And, and we get so, to, go on the well, team. Go on, because I. Well, um, I think I, I think you're going to see England's Kev Stewart. I think that's possible. I've got I, I've got a hunch. I want to start with the formation. I've got a hunch because he uh, because Sturridge feels like his number one on the uh, first name on the team sheet because Origi doesn't start. Ajari has been on the bench though, hasn't he? Adam uh, Stewart. Yeah. Well, I, I'm 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 saying I'm a four four two diamond, and I've got I think Origi and Sturridge up front. I've got a feeling Firmino might be rested or give, uh, given a cameo from the bench later on. I think Mane might play behind those two. But what he does with that, the three behind them, then is is really hard to call. Does Henderson get rested? Does, as you said, does England's Ken Stewart come in? I think Henderson would have played for certain had had he not got the injury. Yeah. So now it, now, it, now, it, now it, it, come, it's, it, it could go either way. So I wonder if he just sort of commits to the idea of Stewart and maybe plays Ajaria as well. So almost goes um, goes something like Stewart, Chan, Ajaria, Mane. I agree with you. I think it'll be a front two of Sturridge and Origi. I think that he's got his eye on that. And then I think I think that the other thing that will happen, it may well happen, is I think Lucas is going to Sunderland. Yeah, and I think that that's if Lucas wants to get if everyone wants Lucas to get his loan, and if Lucas is going to go to Inter Milan, it wouldn't even surprise me, Gareth, if someone said to him, "You stay until Plymouth, mate. We're, we're, you're not going anywhere." Well, there's you already go- a new line, a slightly new line on it today, which is saying, you know, it was almost felt like foregone conclusion that he was gone. And I think Gibbo mentioned his ratings about you know 
he, he didn't throw his boots in the crop, so so I, I, you know, maybe he's staying. And then the, the, the echo have said today that you know um, it, it's it's sort of not signed and signed and sealed as people were saying really because while Liverpool are prepared to make an exception for Lucas because they feel he's been a great servant and all the rest of it, and also he turned down a move because Klopp said stay, we need you for cover basically. So now it's like the opposite. If you want to go, you can go if it's right for you. Basically, the echo was saying this morning that it's not it's not right for everyone at the moment. Like Liverpool, I don't think are happy with this idea of it being a loan and then permanent. So it seems to be off again at the moment. And he, he to me comes in Andy for Sunderland definitely because if there is any doubts even among the the, the two centre halves, I mean we both just said that that they they played they both played really well, but I've no idea and, and no one can know what the fitness is like and whether they're struggling and whether they've got a little knock. So maybe Lucas steps in for one of them, you don't know, but you'd think that he's got a fresh and legs up somewhere. Wait, Mor- Moreno's going to start. I think Moreno, Moreno. Yes. So Moreno starts, yeah. probably climb, probably starts. I'm writing it down as a goal lad, you know. I, might, I, might <laughs> I think there's a chance Trent might play, you know. I don't think he'll go too nuts. I think. I, do you know why I don't is think that he, that nuts though? Do you know why I don't think? No, I, I, I feel sorry for Trent in that I think Trent will play if it wasn't for the fact that he may well be up against Big Victor. Yeah, he, he did this. And I just think, I just think that if you, I, I think he's that there's fast though, Trent a bit, but yeah, he's but, not the, but it, it's one thing. But it's an, it's one thing having shown that you're strong and yeah, faster under 18s level to suddenly come up against an Achibi who's only interested in winning headers against you for 90 minutes and holding it up. He, I mean, it, I thought he, he, whilst he couldn't get up and down the pitch, Big Vic, he very much put. You know, a couple of times he, he won his battles. He holds it up. He's he injured. Gnarly. Uh, well, they're interesting because their legs have fallen off, and they just got beat four-one by Burnley. Uh, I'll tell you what their team was yesterday. We'll come on to that in a second because we can't concentrate on anything because we're giddy. Um, <laughs> sorry, so, so, sorry about no the this week. There's no, there's no agenda. There's just lads who are giddy about winning leagues and going to Sunderland in about an hour. Uh, that's and the way that this works. And, and I'm most definitely hungover. Uh, other things to point out actually from the game. I mean, it's easy to gloss over on the. A lot of what was said, Gareth, before he makes the bold move around the goalkeeper was that Carius was offering the defence a surety or a shape a little bit different or all of that sort of stuff, all the more sort of general tactical stuff. (coughs) Mignolet, to me, seems to be the calmest he's ever been. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And, you know, there doesn't seem to be anyone's worried about him. It seems, and I could be wrong, and this is very much a feeling from the outside, but for instance, I used to think, you know, when he shouted... Everyone was always a bit like, yeah, whatever, lads, yeah. whatever he's saying. Yeah, Whereas yeah. that doesn't seem to be the case now either. No. There is the, the whole thing appears to be that he's just he's 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 fitted back in and he's fitted back in plus, if you know what yeah. I mean. And you could see that there was complete assurance amongst them yesterday. Yeah, definitely. And I, yeah, the psychology of the situation's changed, hasn't it? And I think you're right to even include the people in the ground as well. I mean, he did have that mad moment, but from what I can remember and what I thought at the time. It didn't feel like everyone was like like they were doing for a while with Minula, you know, like it was like everyone expected the mistake from him. Now it does feel, and there just seems to be less of a buzz around the whole goalkeeper thing, which I'm really glad about because, as you know, I was really bored of it. Um, <laughs> he's just playing all right. He's doing okay. He's solid. He's not the greatest goalkeeper in the world, but he's, yeah, he's doing a job. And and the, in general, there seems to be to my eyes, and he is better communication full stop at the back I mean I noticed it just stood out to me when you just notice something and you're at the game Milner's screaming at people in the, at the back as well yesterday and, and just making points about where people were and what they should be doing and I thought fantastic because it doesn't seem that long ago where they seemed a very quiet team and, and they seemed like there wasn't communication and you wondered whether there was enough leaders in the side and all that sort of thing right now sound 
team's well, good. Right now, I thought they were wobbly five minutes after Henderson went off. I thought Chan dropped back in, and I actually thought that was was almost vulnerable for the first five minutes before Ch- before again Chan went. No, it's all right. I've got this. But the, that what I'm trying to say is that it's that sort of game. The captain's very much led what we're about first forty five minutes. But then the armband goes to Milner, and you don't go, oh no, where, where, where's the inspirational captain who's doing all this? Gone, gone, gone. What's going to happen now? Instead, you're just thinking, no, there's there's tons of lads here who know exactly what they're about. Clavin's one, Lovren's one. Um, you know, as I say, Milner's one. Klein has got, you know, he's got tons and tons of games under his belt. Mm. You're actually looking at them, and they all look now. They look like a, they look like a set of footballs almost coming to the boil at the right time in their career to do a lot of what we're asking them to do. And that's, I thought that's what you saw there yesterday. Was you know, as I say, Henderson went off, and there was a wobbly five minutes for Chan, but everyone helped him out. No one left him to, to his own devices. They were just a proper football team. Yeah, and I honestly feel like they 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 all they all know, despite what's being said in the wider world in in the mainstream media, and it feels to me that they all know that this is a real opportunity to do something, and that they don't want to wait till next season, and they're not interested in three year plans, five year plans, and all the rest of it. Now, let's let's go now. And I just thought there's loads loads of bust on a gut everywhere on the pitch yesterday, including the goal. Because, you know, like I say, Van Alden's starting position to where he ends up supporting it in the net. Even if you slow that down and watch it as well, when when Lallana's crossing it, Van Alden's over here somewhere. There's two City defenders there. And if you just stop it, pause it there and go, who's winning that ball when that comes in? It's yeah. a City defender. But it's not, it's Van Alden because he, he absolutely busts a gut to get in there. It's a great header. But it, it just... It almost signalled the performance that I hope he gets in the box more and does more of that, by the way. Um, all right, then Sunderland, uh, as we are just going to flit about the gaff. Um, <laughs> Sunderland and Manone in goal because Pickford's out. Uh, they lost yesterday, uh, they lost Kone uh, to an injury on uh, 25 minutes, uh, and they lost uh, Anachibi at half time and off with a hamstring strain. Um, and Tino came on for him, so there is an argument therefore to maybe do something with. with, with, with well, there would have been an argument anyway, but they've got injuries right the way through the squad. I mean, you know, the the the, the missing so many. The managed uh, by David Moyes. The managed by David Moyes, and the missing absolutely loads of them. Um, and there's some of them obviously all going off to the uh, to the African Cup of Nations as well. Uh, but it's yeah, what more's injured? Kirschkoff, Catamol, uh, McNair. They, they, I'm, all I'm trying to drive out here is that they haven't got the option to fresh and fill. They're going to have to pretty much. Well, they could do, but they could bring in some footballers who just aren't good enough. Yeah. Uh, so that's, you know, this is why I was saying, I did, I think, the City Talk Show on what I don't know what day everything is at the minute. So. Don't worry about the days. But <laughs> this, this, we can complain about this fixture turnaround all we want, but it is actually a massive advantage for us. It's a huge advantage for us because we're either, we're a fitter team than Sunderland. We can both put our strongest 11 out, and our players will be fitter and better at football. Or we can both change our teams and we'll have a better team than them that's also fresher. Or they can stick with their tired lads, we'll play fresher lads. Or they yeah. can put fresher lads in and we can have tired lads who are better, than fo- better at football. Than them. Significantly better. So there's, there's what four scenarios there. And, all and I fail to see how any of them do not benefit Liverpool. And it's about, yeah, but it's. <laughs> If I'm in pessimistic, it's a bit like playing on a shitty pitch, or uh, in as much as they can rotate because they're all shit, right? It's slightly easy. But no, there's no, there's no drop off. So it's there not about that we're There is drop off though. Of course, we're better, right? There is drop off though. If they take Jermaine so, Defoe, do they play instead? 
Boudin, he's made. But they've got to play Boudin. They've got to bring someone else. Jermaine is what thirty six. Yeah, I mean he throws. He's lost. He's lost on a chibi. Yeah, he's lost on a chibi. But we play Boudin though. Boudin, Boudin can run and run, and I've got no doubt Boudin plays against us. But you know, Janazai, Defoe, and a chibi, and Boudin all played against Burnley, and and a chibi went off injured, and the other three I've just named there did ninety minutes. Yeah, they all did ninety minutes. Whereas we kept storage back and had to look at Origi for twenty five and got him to run some channels and hold it up in the corner. I mean, so I understand. Who plays centre for us? I lost Larson and John O'Shea. Well, that's you know. Uh, I mean, he's got Kazri on the bench. He doesn't. He, he's not. He just doesn't. Just doesn't use him. Doesn't like him. Uh, very, doesn't I think like him. When I've seen him. Yeah, again, I think he looks yeah. like a good player. So I'd be a bit worried if they brought him in. But he, you know, he's bringing Pinar off the bench to replace Anachibi. Pinar's 35, 36 himself at this point. We should have too much Gareth is sort of where this is driving now. It's football, and you know that sides can. You know, it, it, they could get an early goal. They could. They could literally get a goal that bounces in off a beach ball. Uh, that is. Not, not now. The referees probably know how football works in terms of the laws. <laughs> But they could, you know, what I'm saying is they, something awful can happen. They could go 1 0 down. We could be knocking on the door all the way through. But we should be going there to be the better side. I think that's the key thing. We can yeah. be the better side. We can put the better footballers out on the pitch. We can put the fitter footballers out on the pitch. And we can, we should be having the attitude of this is a game that we can win. And that's where Sturridge comes in. And, uh, you know, if you're Daniel Sturridge, you're getting told one thing by Jurgen Klopp. Uh, and you've been getting told it for a while. You're going to win us. You're going to win us that game at Sunderland, mate. You're going to, you're, these are going to be your three points. And, and what's good about that is in the, in the little cameos that you've seen, Everton. Stoke, he's looked sharp. He's he's looked ready to go. It's not like he, you know, he'll be coming in ring rusty. He, he looks like he's the the proper deal, Daniel Sturridge, and and that being the case, you know, all the best because you know who, who is it who scored an attack there? Gray for for Burnley. Yeah. Come on, Sturridge is better than him, mate. I mean, Sunderland can't defend. You know, as as yesterday's proved for them. And like, what if they took fourteen points from nineteen games? That says it all. I mean, they've had they've had a little. We've taken thirteen in December. Yeah, I was going to say. What I was going to say, they, they, they have they have a run, and, and it feels like Burnley was the end end of their run. And, and you're, you're absolutely right to say Liverpool go there knowing that they are a better side, whatever eleven they put on the pitch, and all that matters. Because I mean, whereas we talked about City just before and said, you know, both sides in a way were, were respectful to the other, both managers were respectful to the other because they both knew there's there's huge threats on both sides. Well, you, you're just being talking about Sunderland's players. You know, one of their best players, as as Phil's just said, is Defoe, and he's 36. And, and, and you're only worried about him because he, you know, he can finish, and, and he's got a track record of doing so. But again, if you don't let him get the ball, if he never gets a touch in the box, then he can't score a goal. And equally, Liverpool will have touches in the box. Liverpool will create chances. There hasn't been a game all season really that I can think where we haven't created chances. Only even, even, even. Well, even Burnley, even Southampton, there the, the were chances. We were in their box, mm. you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I really can't see us not winning. Um, I, I just, I, you know, look, I'm just because I'm, I'm nervous and maybe superstitious about it, but... Uh, he, come on, Rob, no, no. Well, okay, well, I'm just... Okay, well, at least they call it... When are you going to write your preview? I've half written it. Good lad. I was just, I was just concerned about that there in my head. It's, a bit, it's, it's tough, isn't it, all this? It's thick and fast, this stuff. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've, I, I've, I've knocked off 800 words this morning. Uh, you're only getting another 100 off me, Gareth. There's no 1500-word opus, this one. But I've said in it already, there's one there's one concern hey, I've got. Bank holidays, Rob. Imagine <laughs> them. Go on. <laughs> there's, there's one thing I've actually said in the preview already. I know they're shit, and I know we're better, but they came to Anfield a month ago when we were perfectly fresh, and they, it took us till 70 minutes to break them down. They found the level, and we managed but to drop so down. so were they. Sorry? They were fresh as well. 
Okay, so there's, 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 there's the same kind of parity. What I'm saying is they managed to narrow the gap that yeah. day. To, to, to think it's a formality, they're on their ground. I, I've got a bit of sympathy with this, Rob. I think it sort of suits Moyes. It's harder to defend when tired than it is to attack. I agree with tired. that, but I think, but I, but I think, I, th- I think it sort of suits. I think one of the issues that Moyes generally has is he can very much treat this like it's an away game at home, hmm. and that's something which I think is quite hard to do a lot of the time for any at any level of football because your home crowd does not want to see you do do ten behind the ball and Jermaine Defoe trotting around up front. No, no one, no, just no. they want to see you try and play a bit of football. Whereas I do think what actually helps Sunderland here is the expectation is just get what you can out the game. We're in trouble. We're, we've lost now at Burnley. Get what you can out the game, and they'll take it. And Liverpool are coming. Just beaten Manchester City and they've scored the most goals in the country. So I agree with you, Robin. That mm. one of the things that they can do that maybe they couldn't have done if we'd have gone there in September is they can approach it like we're just going to absolutely just see you out. Yeah. We're going to absolutely kill you. We're going to give you no room, no space. There's going to be nothing in behind. We're just going to basically stand on the edge of our own area. The Alamo. You know, yeah. they'll punch the air at nil-nil in the end. Exactly. So I think that that I can see your point on that one. That that, that the way in which that can play out for them suits them down to the ground, suits them mentally that they can just do it that way. I take your point, Phil, that it's hard to defend when you're tired. But I think it's hard to attack when you're tired, and I think it's harder to defend. Them. I, well, I don't know. I, I think you have to concentrate more as well as actually legitimately do it. But say they part the bus, which I think Neil's right, they will do. If they part the bus, and you've got to have guile, and you've got to movement, and zip, and add tempo, and, and find ways through, even you know, even a shit, even a shit team uh, low blocking can cause problems. I, this, I worry. this is why I'd start a Jardia. Yeah, that's a that's a shout. Yeah, I just don't want too much. I don't want too much of a League Cup team. No, I would, I'd, I'd start. I'd start if, as you can't if we can't have Henderson. My midfield three. I I agree with you, Rob, in terms of the shape, the 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 diamond with Manny mm. at the tip of it. I'd do that, and I'd go Chance Stewart and Ajaria. I might gamble on. Uh, I'd love to play Chan Wijnaldum and Ajaria, and uh, you I know, I think it could be Chan Wijnaldum and Halana. Do you think he might settle on to go again? He might do, yeah. Yeah, I think it's per- He might just go. Knowing Jurgen, he he's sort of like prefer- perversely defiant to go. Do you know what? Same eleven. Fuck it. Did I mean, not same eleven because Chan he won't go so compact in midfield. Did, did Lallana come off against Stoke as well? Lallana comes off on seventy against Stoke. Then that's that's twenty minutes put on his legs. Then isn't it? It's I think he might go. He might go Lallana, but I think he obviously definitely starts Sturridge. Yeah, I think oh, Sturridge, Sturridge is absolutely. I think Chan will start because he's got the least games in him, and I think Henderson's yeah. an unlikely starter given that he, he had the injury. So I think Chan is the natural player to play at the base there. I think Sturridge, Chan, and Origi we can we can take to the bank almost. I don't think he'll make changes at centre back. I think that would be really uh, that'd be too risky. He will also be bearing in mind that he can give them now nine days off after this, so it's not like he's saving them for anything. Yeah. He might just go. Do you know what? Play on adrenaline, lads. You're better than them. Just go with all all tomorrow. Put three subs on at half time. Mm. Not literally, but it might be sort of implied. Or get it one. Get like, it one. You know. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I see. He either goes with a, a lot of changes, the two up front, the, the the diamond, or he goes, "Fuck it." Do you know what? We're on such a high right now. I'm going ten of the same eleven. He, and he, you know, takes Chan out maybe, or Chan comes in, Henderson goes out, and Storage comes in, or Rigi comes in. But I, I think he starts Moreno. I think he's he's protecting Milner all season from the idea of Milner, like for instance Milner's I don't think Milner's kicked the ball in the League Cup or if he has he just came on to do five minutes. In fact, he came on and did five minutes against Leeds. But yeah, apart from that, Milner's not. I think I think he. I think what's the point of having Moreno? Yeah, and, do you think, and this game do you think that, that I I agree with you that that's probably been the plan. But do you think yes, Henderson? Well, Henderson. If Henderson isn't available, that that's that could a good influence. Point. That's a good point. Just because just back the to the leaders, leaders on the yeah. pitch. It's a good point. I think he picked a team for these two games before City. Right, I think he that picked two elevens. He had them on the piece of paper side by side. And he knew what he was doing. Mm. I w- and I still think he'll probably stick to that. And I think it means people like Moreno come in. Ajaria might get a game. He might do four four two. And there is that leader. But I do think he might have looked at. That that City game and gone, 
you might have looked at that dressing room afterwards, and the, although there was, I don't know, we're guessing there was tiredness in them, there may have been such a spring after that. There been such a euphoria that he thinks, we can't not harness this. They can have a rest all for, for nine days. I might just go again, although, albeit obviously with one less midfielder and one more attacker. Maybe. It's, yeah, I mean, they're probably all sleeping in oxygen tents and all kinds right so, now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I wish I was sleeping in an oxygen tent. <laughs> uh, if there's any, those, any room in those oxygen tents, Jürgen, lads, give us a shout. Or if any listeners have got one. Yeah, anyone's got one knocking around, uh, it wouldn't half help. Okay, let's go back to the football match we're meant to be discussing. Because, but what happens is that you get carried away because one of the reasons why Philip was such a big game was what it does at the top of the table. You know, you know we want to go and put the pressure on Chelsea. If we beat Sunderland, we're only three points behind. But that's why it was such a huge game. And I think that's one of the reasons why it plays out the way in which it does and someone you just mentioned there you know that it's astonishing I think what you get from Alana uh, now I think it's I think you always were getting some of it and it was because there was an end product and there was an end product elsewhere on the pitch there was a, there was a lot of onus and a lot of pressure on him and that's where people were seeing the shortcomings but the sheer intelligence of him all over the park he knows when to go when not to go he knows when to sit he knows what to do he knows basically just let can we just do this for two minutes he's such a clever player he's one of the best things I think he can do is he knows what he can and can't do he knows he's not quick so he doesn't try and beat someone with pace he'll turn and then turn again if he has to turn three times to beat someone he's happy to do it even though it'll be like people will be you know getting pretty angry the fact that he's just doing daft croy turns in the middle of the pitch which is what it looks like to some people but he knows that that's what he can do and what he can't do so he doesn't it's it makes a footballer 10-15% better when they do that when they know when they know when the they, I mean I remember as an example I remember Jay Spearman was playing for Liverpool and he tried to play a 60 yard crossfield pass like mate, you you aren't good enough to do that. Don't do it. All he needed to do was pass the ball to a red shirt five yards away, and if he'd have consistently done that, it w- he would have been a better player. And it's the same thing. Don't do things that you can't do. And Alana doesn't do that. And we've got a lot of players who are actually fit into that bracket. Now they don't do decision. You aren't watching us and thinking we're making stupid decision after stupid decision after stupid decision, which this Liverpool teams in the last sort of five to ten years were. I've th- you just want to pause the match and go, what are you thinking there? I don't think Lallana was great yesterday. I think he worked his ass off and he did his job in terms of the, the wider unit. But I felt when he was in possession of the ball at times, he was a bit timid. He was out-muscled quite a few times. I, don't, I mean, he's been sensational lately, let me stress this, but... I don't think that was one of his better games. I, not that he shrunk a bit. I think he, he still created the colours, didn't he? Yeah, no, yeah. Although, um, yes, yeah, he does create the goal. He does create the goal. Although, Firmino also he, had he a big can, part in that. Yes, yeah, he, he did. I mean, Lallana can toss that ball from that position in twenty more times a season. Yeah, no that's very good. Yeah, that yeah, but but and I, I'm not damning. Lallana, I'm it. not damning Lallana here. I don't. He wasn't one of my picks <laughs> yesterday. I suppose is what I'm saying. I, I think well, it probably wasn't a game for him. No, no, if, no if, true. I think while well, he well, put a shift in, while he put a shift in. He's not, a, he's not like a, no a physical footballer who'll... You, know, you, you almost sound like you're selling him short by saying that because he, you know, he'll get involved in that. But he's not like Emery Chan who's what, six foot three and built like a house and can throw a bit of bit of muscle about. He's not that, he's just not that kind no, of footballer. No. So it was... That is probably why he was reasonably good because he didn't look... I think it was always a game. Even that was a game that probably wasn't for him. It was a game for performances where no one you you can watch anyone's show reel and go, oh my god, that's a great example of that sort of player. Is I think any one of them really, apart from maybe Clavin and, and Milner because they because they're literally defenders. Uh, yeah, the type of I think, I, think but, I think it's harsh on him because I think the type of game it was and the fact that he's moved into the position, he's moved into the 
the front three is Neil Alana. Yeah. And he still has he still has an influence. He sets up the goal. Yeah. He, I don't think he gives it away too much in that attacking third. Uh, but he's just he's just involved less because he's because of the position. That's I mean, exactly Firmino's it, not involved much, is he? You know, he doesn't do much if you like at the end of the pitch that you'd like like him to see. Like I I think Firmino and I think I remember him popping up in like sort of left back mm. position and mm. winning the ball. And ideally, you don't want that, but it's the type of game it was, wasn't it? You know what I mean? I think I think no one is going to be looking at the stats out of the Liverpool players this morning, going great that. Yeah, maybe Clavin. <laughs> I think for, I think Firmino was interesting. I think Firmino was more in the game, was more influential, but actually he actually managed to be negatively influential a couple of times. Some of his passing was wayward, but then in that in that last ten minutes when we needed someone to have quality on the ball to get us you know down the line a yeah. few times, he was really really good for me. You know, I mean, you know, watch 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 good yeah. players when they're not able to be at their best and see what they can still contribute has always been something I've always looked for. And Firmino is one of those. You go, that's not that's not a, a, a seven out. That's a six yeah. out of ten, Roberto. Firmino, but he was still very important. He had Zabaleta on, on toast. Like, just... Yeah. He just glided past him. Zabaleta's rapidly gone from being a really good right-back to the slowest footballer I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. I think Maurizio Pellegrino would beat him in a race. It's Genuinely. Uh, it's, that's I, not like that's not me exaggerating. Yeah. I have n- I've never seen a player go like this. It's, I, I've, I've, I've been wondering for, Cause such a, for player, a few months because I've not... Because he's obviously not been in the team much, so I've not really seen him much. Why he wasn't in the team? Because I've always thought he was a different level to Bakary Sanya, but he actually can't run. Like, that's, that's astonishing. It's, I think. I, I I think it's a bit mad how we didn't stand Mane on him just for twenty minutes. Just go and do, just, just, just go, just go and stand on him because yeah. all you need to do is kick the ball past him and run. I think like, Firmino, Firmino at one stage give him like a five yard head start and beat him. And Firmino's not he's not slow, but he's not exactly he's not Usain Bolt, is he? No, he's not Mane. No, we don't. Well, no. I think, I think there's. I, th- I I wonder if we might have done that had we needed to get something. If you know what I mean, we won them up. So I just yeah. wonder if it was just listen. We've got this shape. This is what we're doing. Everyone knows they're all this. Yeah, this this, 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 this is working quite well yeah. together. You're all tucked in. You all know what you're about. But I I couldn't get over how how, how slow he was at times. It was, uh, it was incredible. He was, right in, he was right in front of us, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Your your seat to my seat yeah. almost parallel. Yeah. And he was. I just, I was just like wow. Uh, was uh, just can't turn around. Can't run. He's so finished. It's incredible. Who was their pick for you? I thought David Silva. I, he was the one that worried me the most when he had the ball. Of all of them. I thought I thought Fernandinho played quite well. I thought Fernandinho played well. Yeah, yeah. I, suppose. I mean, he's, he's, in, a, in, a, in a midfield battle, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he's he's going to suit. He's going to suit mid, all the midfield. Does his contract league. expire in the summer? I think. I'm pretty sure it does. You know, they might want to get that sorted. I think. They should, <laughs> I think they probably should. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's not for us to discuss what they're doing or and what they're should, about. Or we should maybe go and have a chat for have a word with them. Um, maybe me and you, Phil, and uh, yeah, we can I'll do the pr- preliminary yeah. chat after we've had our oxygen. T- should we take him? Should we see if he wants to go to Wings in Manchester? We'll have a nice Chinese. It'd be lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's about. I've never been to, what's it called? Wings. Wings yeah. Is it good? It's good, yeah. Oh, let's go, yeah. We'll go there with Fernandinho. I could kill to go now. <laughs> <laughs> got your car, mate? What? Got your no, car? I've got to go to my mum's. Wow. <laughs> oh, she wouldn't understand. She wouldn't understand. Okay, we begin to wrap this did up. I, did um, well, that was quite interesting. We seem to just basically spend quite a lot of time kicking the ball long in between Stones and Ottomanti. Not like to anyone, just putting the ball in the middle of the two of them, which is... Completely at odds with anything I've ever seen a Jürgen club team. They went very long. I thought all the time. Yeah. Well, that, 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 I think, but that, that's that, that's why it's such an interesting game, and it was an interesting game. But it's it's 
they think, right, we want to beat this press and we don't want to get caught out and we don't want to lose the ball, so mm. they're going long mm. on the one hand. And on the other hand, we're thinking, right, what we want to do is we want to, we want to let them know what we're about, turn them around, mm. t- turn it into a scrappy affair. And that's why it generated into the sort of game it was. It was not a good game of football. It doesn't touch the skies. And it just becomes this series of attritional battles. It was attritional. Yeah. And that's, but that's because both, both sides have been sent out to be attritional to a certain extent. I think a couple of players aren't playing that well. But I think in jet, like for instance, I think De Bruyne just doesn't play well as mm. an example. And I think he was probably the one that City were going to look at as the one who's going to offer us a little bit of stardust somewhere. Yeah. It was going to be him. Similarly, I think that you all mentioned a couple of times where Firmino's passing and touch just lets him down, but he scraps all the way through the game. He battles. Mm. He, he's a good player for Liverpool, even though he's not flying. But I think that's the sort of game it became. But that's because of that's the approaches of the managers. Mm. The managers have told them to do that. You know, Phil's right. How often have you seen us just go? It's uh, not quite anonymously long, but pretty close to it, just to sort of uh, sow a bit of doubt, sow a bit of chaos, and just feel as though, you know, almost certainly it's been said to them, if you ever get in any doubt, boys, just go there, just go and do that, just send it th- send it between those two, and we'll see what happens, and we'll, we'll and then press them and, and harry them and worry them. I actually wonder if both managers put too much fear into their players. I think, I think lads were being pressed before they were being pressed in their minds. I think that's why we saw error-laden game where, look, I mean, City must have put the ball into touch pointlessly time and time mm. again. That's was, just, that's yeah, just nerves. Forced, from, yeah, yeah. And, and our lads, that you know, for me, no wayward in his passing, t- the touch doesn't go where he's about to be put through, it's not just him, there's lots and lots of that, and it's I just think something may, mental. Yeah, maybe just the pressure of the situation. That's I mean, what, yes, yes. C- City are now, what, 10 points off, and, and so, you know, they would have all been telling each other how crucial it was that they got a, a, yeah. a result. Liverpool the same because they would have been you know nine off if, if we hadn't got the result. So I think I think it was just the pressure of the situation and yeah. how how big a game it had become. You know, quite funny that Klopp said like you know oh yeah I, I'd buy a ticket for this game and then it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> and, and, then, and then he turned it into a dog fest. <laughs> wasn't by any means a classic. I think it was I I think it was really to watch in in the ground. It was a really intriguing game that you got there. It was into. compelling, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I never get why people go. That's a bad game. Yeah, they, I, I was, sat through things like I go. Jesus, it was it was unbelievable. I don't know what bad or good is. That was just incredible. Yeah, I was watch. stuff on Twitter from like neutrals. I was oh, that was rubbish. That was it. Yeah, but that's for people who see football but, as circus. But even still, no, no, even that though. Sometimes you can enjoy a game of football. It's, not got football quality. I suppose, did you see the Dar the skirt the Glasgow Derby? Well, that's that was a crap game of football. It was fucking. It was great fun though. Exactly. It was nuts. Exactly. I could you see that, it? I can do a whole that? show on that. We can't do that now. Okay. Did you see that clip that's been doing the rounds on on Twitter? I think it was it was a Palace v Watford. And it just said like this is you know someone put it up and said this is why I love English football the beautiful game the best league in the world and all that and it's honestly for about two minutes them just hoofing it <laughs> <laughs> to each into each other's arse just bringing it down boom big header boom big header back boom and it's like <laughs> this is awful <laughs> but yeah different types of football different types of football can still entertain can't it. Uh, that game to me was uh, I've said this before that 80s an 80s throwback game when there was a period in the mid 80s when there was a big five I think it was or big four when Everton and Liverpool were supreme uh, and it was and everyone had midfield juggernaut players we had the soonest they Everton would have Peter Reid everyone would have a big and Brian Robson for United and the games were like that a hell of a lot of the time yeah. because you get away and we'll just kick 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 as you said at the top, top of the show earning the right to play for 90 minutes and I've actually always quite enjoyed that kind of game 
as long as you win. <laughs> it very much is, as, as long as you win. Listen, I'm going to ask you for a man of the match before we disappear off. Uh, and I'm also going to actually do something again. Who stood out for them? You both sort of tried to do this. You've said St- uh, Silver and Fernandinho. What I'd say is, who would you have? If you could have any of those, which one would you like to see in the Liverpool squad next season? Not that we'll get any of them, but I'll ask you for the man of the match first, Gareth. A Liverpool man of the match? Yeah. Uh, gotta go Clavin I think um, like I said before dead. I was a li- little bit worried that he, he gets that card so early I, I was genuinely worried just thought that's that's not good uh, and then just the experience he shows for the rest of the 90 for that never to be an issue and uh, just thought he was strong he was in the right position all the time Phil said earlier as well he's not bad on the ball uh, so yeah Clavin because if, if, if you think back to the start of the season as well and some of the doubts that he, he sowed in people's minds early on about whether he was any good or not. I think they've completely gone now. He's okay. a good player. Okay. Um, Phil? I thought Henderson played really well. And no one's really talked he about it. Well. I thought he was brilliant. I just recy- he recycled yeah. the ball fantastically. And I thought his passing was even got, a bit off. He got around the attitude. There was one first touch ball. I think it was one touch ball just over someone's head and he put him in about five yards, ten yards of space in the first half. In the second half it was. And little things like that well, he's he's really developed. I, I, he's really developed this season in I terms agree. of his sort of aware, awareness of everything that's going on around him. I think it's interesting for watching him on the same pitch as Fernandinho because I thought Fernandinho played well, and for yeah. me, they've been of the, of their type, the two yeah. best midfielders in the country. And it was interesting that it's a little different from the era that Rob mentions in that there's still two other players almost between them. If you know what I mean, like yeah. there's still there's still if you mm. play a four three three, both of them at the base of that four three three. So it, yes, it never more stretches it, deeper. Yeah. yeah, it never quite becomes Peter Reid and Steve McMahon steaming into a tackle against each other. Yeah, no. They're almost not quite. They're almost just just miss each other by five yards. If you know. Yeah. I mean, but I thought you saw what both of them were really, really good at throughout the game. I thought they were both impressive. Yeah, I agree completely. I, th- I, I thought Henderson was very, very good. I mean, I, d- I was just generally on Henderson. I think there's sometimes a rush to to say he was great when he's had when he's not actually he doesn't need to have been great. I think sometimes we're at home and we're battering teams. He's perfectly competent, but he's not man of the match. I think when people have seen him as man of the match because he doesn't need to be man of the match. Yeah. But in a game like that, you need him to be man of the match. And I think he more yeah he was. He uh, would have been I, if he hadn't gone off. Yeah, I, I, I mean I'm, I I wouldn't I, I was with Gareth on Clavin. I'd almost forgotten the, the Henderson fact because during the game. So was I really, but I thought it'd be a bit boring if three people uh, said Clavin. I, I, Clavin for me gets a bit, would get get the man of the match because I think he was faultless. I don't, he, word perfect. There was nothing, you know. Okay, so in, in that sort of game again, it's easier to be the best player when you're called upon to, to be purely defensive. Some referees could genuinely send him off though. For like, what? Which there, was a, there was a foul oh, just after. Yes, there booked, was, wasn't there? Yeah. Which, if he hadn't been booked, is. Maybe he look ahead. And then maybe you're looking at him differently, <laughs> obviously. But I still think, you know, that was his best performance for Liverpool. Yeah, and he yeah. stepped up in a big game. It's a major sign. He's looking like a, a real find, I think. OK, and who would you have from the City squad, Rob? Well, okay. David, uh, uh, who would I have? Yeah, you can have anyone Before the game yesterday, I would have said, I wouldn't have blinked. I would have said, probably I'd have had Raheem back in, in a heartbeat. Although I do like De Bruyne as a player a lot. Um... I do. I have now having seen Raheem twice against us. You know when we beat them three 0 at Anfield last season, and now I think, yeah, I don't think you're quite showing in the big enough games. I mean, there's still some doubts in my mind about Raheem. I know, I know he is a very, very good player. So, on balance, who would I have? Probably I don't know. De Bruyne. Maybe change my mind. twice there. Phil said Aguero, wasn't he? I'm just asking. I, he cannot, he cannot I be Aguero. I, I mean, he doesn't kick it yesterday. Well, yesterday he didn't, but he's been in England for what? He's only had the shot, safe at the keeper. It's yeah. just. 
I just think he's brilliant. I think on any one given day, yes. But if you said who do you want to buy, because you can, I'm not sure I'd have him because I don't think if you, he's got if that was, long. If you're taking age into consideration, then it's probably the Bruner, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, from an ability point of view at this yeah, moment. Then it's yeah, I like. I, I was going to say to Bruyne, um, I, he was he was the fellow yesterday where, when he was getting a bit of space, I was starting to get a little bit worried, and I, and I thought, I thought I thought he'd shifted at one point as well to try and get himself into the game, go, going a little bit wider, and, and like I say earlier, that he, he had a little run where he got through and he, he he got a shot off, and I was worried because how many times you've seen him do something from that kind of position. And I, I think he's one. I think he consistently puts in good performances as well. From from when I watch City, so yeah, he, he'd be the one for me. Okay, uh, thank you very much to Gareth, to Phil, and to Rob. Uh, it's been a slightly messy show, but I'm sure you're all right with that sort of thing. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and have a fantastic New Year. Liverpool will. Uh, they find themselves just six points behind Chelsea. We're going to Sunderland. We're leaving in a minute. It's going to be an absolute belter up these Reds. What a gang of lads! Sports Social Podcast Network.